Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about why you might want to go to Walt Disney World instead of Disneyland. If you want to hear the opposite opinion, check out episode 189. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Shout out and thank you to Studio 54 for your recent review. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where you can subscribe for bonus content. Or if you need help planning your Disney vacation, you can also support the podcast by using me as your travel agent at no cost to you. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. All right, Leslie, why don't you set up today's episode since uh, it is a bit of a two-parter? All right. So on the last episode, I got to give all of my reasons to go to Disneyland over Walt Disney World. And so today the shoe is on the other foot. Joe, you get to tell us why people should go to Walt Disney World over Disneyland. So I'm excited to for, to complete the, the battle of the Disney resorts here. So let's just dive on in. What do you have for us for your uh, first reason people should head to Florida instead of California? I gotta say, of course, it's not a battle. Uh, both parks are great, like we said last episode, but there are reasons for a family to choose Disney World over Disneyland, depending on the particular needs of a vacation. So I will start with the fact when you compare Disney World to Disneyland, there's just way more to see, way more to do, way more to eat. Disneyland has two parks, but Disney World has four parks. There's a lot more on-site hotels, which really comes into play if, you know, you don't, you can go to Disney World and not spend all your time in the parks. You know, go to the parks for a couple of days, but then spend the rest of the time just touring all the on-site hotels or eating at all the different restaurants that are available outside of the parks. You know, Disney World is much more of just like an overall campus. Um, and so I just think in terms of quantity, there's just so much more to do at Disney World. Yeah, I do agree. I mean, Disney World is like visiting a city. Disneyland's still like you're visiting a theme park. And that's sort of part of maybe a bigger vacation or it's just a short vacation. But I mean, yeah, you could go to Walt Disney World for a month and still not even begin to fully scratch the surface of, of all the offerings that are there. So definitely for folks who want variety, folks who want longer, longer trips, Disney World is going to have that to, to offer over over Disneyland. Yeah, and this is a good part to say, you know, the four parks at Disney World are Magic Kingdom, which is the Castle Park, Epcot, which is for the nerds like Leslie and myself, Hollywood Studios, which has all the Star Wars stuff, and Animal Kingdom, which has all the Avatar stuff. Just kidding. No one cares about Avatar, but it does have Flight of Passage, and which is a good segue to, you know, like we said in both episodes, we're going to talk about the unique attractions that each coast has. So in terms of unique attractions at Disney World, there are are again like quantity wise actually quantity wise it's about the same but it feels like there's a few more headliners flight of passage for example that i just mentioned at animal kingdom there is no attraction like it in disneyland it's sort of like soaring on steroids but that really doesn't do it justice for what the attraction is like and then another attraction at animal kingdom which is a really big deal especially for the whole family is kilimanjaro safaris there really is nothing like that at Disneyland and Kilimanjaro Safaris in our episode where we were picking attractions that best kind of represent a theme park. Kilimanjaro Safaris is what we chose for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Disney World, because of how 
diverse the four different parks are. I mean, it's just able to offer a breadth of attractions that Disneyland can offer. I mean, Disneyland's got some great theming and great IP and great characters in a lot of its attractions. But yeah, there are no live animals in Southern California, so you're not going to have a safari. Although, like we said last episode, you can take a hour trip south to the San Diego Zoo, which is a real showstopper. True. All right, moving on to Hollywood Studios. For now, uh, they have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is unique to Disney World. When is uh, that supposed to come to Disneyland? Have they even updated the date since the pandemic? I don't remember. I actually don't know. But some for some reason, 2023 sticks in my head. But uh, That sticks in my head, too. But I don't know if that date had come out before everything went down but uh, yeah but they certainly I, are under doing plenty of construction that you can see right now so it's moving yeah so maybe that'll be around by 2023 it's a cute attraction it's definitely not an attraction that's worth going to disney world over disneyland for but it does kind of round out the number of choices of unique attractions that you have at disney world right now of course there's also rock and roller coaster the only domestic disney roller coaster that actually features you going upside down so wait 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 incredicoaster goes upside down it does yes okay yeah so we'll not cut that so i'll just (laughs) eat crow on that one but i will go on to slinky dog dash that doesn't exist in disneyland does it no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we got to get you yes. out to Disneyland, yeah. Joe. We really got to get you out here. <laughs> we really do. We really do. He says as he continues to talk about why you should go to Disney World. But yeah, Slinky Dog Dash is in Toy Story Land. And really, you know, like you said last episode, Cars Land was kind of the first time that they did an immersive land at one of the domestic Disney parks. But, you know, Toy Story Land, you know, they did the same thing. It's really been a great addition to Hollywood Studios. I mean, when we started this podcast, Hollywood Studios was, you know, we just talked all about all the time about how you could skip it or how there just really wasn't much to do there. But with Toy Story Land and also Star Wars Galaxy's Edge now, Hollywood Studios has really become a park that you cannot miss when you go to Disney World. Now, moving on to Epcot, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has opened. It's unique to Disney World in the United States. But of course, you could also, if you wanted, fly to Paris and ride on that there. And then there is Spaceship Earth, which is a classic, still not under refurbishment. Who knows when that's going to happen, but we're glad to still have Dame Judi Dench with us on the attraction and Frozen Ever After, which is fine as an attraction. But in terms of if you have a daughter like mine who is like obsessed with Frozen, you really need to check out Frozen Ever After. And that is a big reason to go to Disney World. What Frozen offerings are there at Disneyland? Ooh, I'm trying to think what we have now. Because we, of course, had the Frozen show at the Hyperion Theater that has not come back. Anna and Elsa pop up as characters, but there's no ride that I can think of or even a show right now. So Boom, prove my point. So if yeah, you're obsessed I mean, I'm sure with I'll Frozen. think of it after we stop recording, but nothing comes to mind right this second. Yeah, I mean, there's there was no Frozen attraction that I knew of at Disneyland. But of course, I didn't know Incredicoaster had a loop. So who am I to say anything about Disneyland? Can you uh, (laughs) tell us about the unique Magic Kingdom attractions, which there are less of them than I thought there were? Yeah, fewer than the Disneyland has, but Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a big headliner. I mean, that's still super, super popular. And then, of course, being the geeks that we are, we we both love the old school people mover. So there there is a touch of old school stuff in uh, Magic Kingdom that at least has the tip of the hat to the throwback stuff that the Disneyland has. Yeah, and longtime listeners will appreciate this reference but don't forget that magic kingdom has monsters inc laugh floor the uh, greatest attraction in tomorrowland 
Right. And you, you forgot Carousel of Progress, too. I wasn't sure whether Carousel of Progress was in Disneyland or not. So it used I to be. Yeah, it used to be, but it's it is long gone. So, yeah, if you want to, I guess Disney World is still like the World's Fair version of the Disney stuff with Carousel of Progress. And well, I guess Small World's in both parks, but. Right. Because we got some throwbacky ones. We'll give them some credit. Yeah, I was going to add Enchanted Tales with Belle, but I don't think that's back yet at Magic Kingdom. But I do think that's a unique attraction slash show for kids to do in Disney World that, you know, is a real hit amongst the younger children. All right, Joe. Well, what else is unique about Walt Disney World uh, and a reason to go over Disneyland? Okay, so I think that outside of the Fantasmic version in Disneyland, which is superior to the Disney World version of Fantasmic, outside of that, I think Disney World has better nighttime spectaculars. I guess we haven't seen Disney Enchantment and Harmonious yet, but we've seen the Star Wars Spectacular, which hasn't come back yet. But when it comes back, you know, that's a real showstopper. And like we talked about in our 50th anniversary episode, I really do think that Disney's going to pull out all the stops with Disney Enchantment and Harmonious. I mean, they're going to use a lot of the lessons that they learned at Disneyland, especially in terms of lighting up all of Main Street and stuff like that. So I do think that the Nighttime Spectaculars, when heavily, Happily Ever After was still running, I think that I definitely uh, prefer that to the Nighttime Spectaculars at Disneyland. So there are better Nighttime Spectaculars. There are more to see. Um, so you can spend extra nights seeing these Spectaculars. You know, and I'm more into these Nighttime Spectaculars than you are, of course, Leslie. And that's one reason why, you know, I really enjoy going to Disney World. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you that Disney World has the the bigger scale. I mean, that's just in part because it's got the bigger castle and the bigger Main Street and all of that. I mean, something's just going to feel grander there and, of course, grander at Epcot around World Show- Showcase. And, you know, I, I, especially right now with World of Color not in Disney California Adventure, the nighttime offerings just pale in comparison at Disneyland to what is currently, you know, about to be unveiled at Walt Disney World. But I mean, that's not always the case. A lot of it does depend upon when you're going to be going. And, you know, these shows do come and go. And, you know, back when, when, you know, say Disneyland had Paint the Night, the nighttime parade, that was pretty amazing. And Magic Happens ran in, in the evening as well. So you really just have to watch what the offerings are. But I mean, on balance, on average, I'm definitely going to give that one to Walt Disney World. Yeah. And to be fair, they're just going to have the shiny new ones because of the 50th anniversary. So, you know, who knows what it'll look like in a couple of years. But, you know, we are talking about right now here in 2021. The next reason why I think you might want to consider going to Disney World is that just because of sheer space, it's just going to feel less crowded at Disney World. Disneyland is notorious for having very narrow walkways. There's a lot of choke points that you feel just completely crushed in. Not that that doesn't happen in Disney World, but there's just like a lot less of those. And in Disney World, it's much easier to find a quiet space. And even when things are at the peak of crowds, you can find areas on the Disney World campus where, you know, it just feels like it's just you and your family. It just can feel really quiet. So I think in terms of not feeling cramped in, like if you need to get time away from people, because when you go to a theme park, you're going to be around a lot of people no matter what. But at Disney World, you have ways to kind of escape that. Whereas at Disneyland, you know, it's a lot harder. 
Yeah, I agree with that. With everything being so compact together at Disneyland, you know, you can't leave a park and go find a quiet nook in downtown Disney because downtown Disney is really just as crowded, if not more, sometimes, and it's really packed in there. So so I do agree with that. I mean, there are some places to escape in, in the hotels, I'd say, but a lot more nooks and crannies to, to be explored and to kind of get away from it all at Walt Disney World. I mean, I haven't been to Disney World during a Christmas week, but my impression is that Disneyland is even more crushing with the crowds. I mean, I know Disney World is incredibly busy, but my sort of (laughs) gut feeling is like where people start to feel really uncomfortable is in Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, it's just pure acreage. There's just a lot more places for people to spill out in Disney World. Now, the next reason that I prefer Walt Disney World is that there are more backup options if something goes wrong. Now, I can't use weather as an excuse because, as you rightfully pointed out, Leslie, the weather in Southern California is consistently great. However, things go wrong, uh, quote-unquote, on your Disney vacations all the time. Like, maybe your kids are just not as into the theme parks as you thought they were going to be. Or maybe you have a child who is suddenly scared of both roller coasters and dark rides, and all of a sudden, you have kind of nothing to do. Now, in the theme parks themselves... At both Disneyland and Disney World, you know, you can go to shows if you want to do things that are not rides or things like that. However, Disney World is going to have a lot more options for things to do outside of the theme parks or maybe for grandparents who are coming along. They're coming along for the ride, but they don't want to go to the theme parks every day. There's just like a lot more to do in the Disney campus. So you can go to Disney Springs. There's more space there. There's more things to shop at, more restaurants to eat at at Disney Springs than downtown Disney. But like I said before, you can also just visit all the different hotels that Disney World has to offer. You can go ride the monorail. You can go ride the Skyliner. Uh, If your kids are into it, you can just ride buses all you want. So there's just like a lot more backup options and things to check out and see if you're not going to spend all your time in the theme parks, but you still want to keep it Disney. So I think that's one nice thing about Walt Disney World. Yeah, I can't argue with that. And that also offers some opportunities for money saving as well. You can go to Disney World for a seven day vacation, but maybe you only need four days of theme park tickets and you can entertain yourself at the pool or, you know, at Disney Springs or, you know, doing a transportation tour as I know you and your son would do, Joe. So there's definitely some opportunities to eke more value out without spending a lot more money. And I think that really leads into my ultimate reason to go to Disney World over Disneyland. It's just that because of the way the campus is set up, like you said, Leslie, it's just like a Disney city. You truly will feel in the Disney bubble and that you do not have to leave it at all, no matter what. You really do not have to deal with reality as soon as you get off your transportation to the Disney campus. Once you get there, yes, Magical Express is gone. So you're going to either have to take Mirrors Connect or take an Uber from the airport. But once you pass through those arches, those Welcome to Walt Disney World arches, you do not have to deal with reality at all anymore. Disneyland, you know, you can see the offsite hotels, you can see, you know, Anaheim from wherever when you're in Disneyland. But in Disney World, you're really just transported to another place. You can go monorail, boat, walk, Skyliner, and you you just don't have to deal with reality for your entire vacation. And I think that bubble feeling is something that a lot of people really love about Walt Disney World. And you can get it at Disneyland, but it's just like a lot harder to get. And you really are probably not spending $600 a night to stay at Paradise Pier. You are going to stay off-site. So at the very least, your hotel, in most cases, is going to be you know, bursting that bubble. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that you... 
the walking distance hotels that are non-Disney still feel within the bubble, but that is not necessarily the experience of the average Disneyland guest. I would say that there's still plenty of people who stay further away. You know, they drive in, they're dealing with the frustrations of, you know, parking at Disneyland, which is, is definitely a hassle. So, so yeah, I mean, I think sort of the average guest experience is less within the bubble than uh, perhaps it is at Walt Disney World. Yeah, and I think part of that is one of the pros you said of Disneyland last episode was that there's so much else to do in the general area, which means you may be taking a trip to Southern California, but you're not even like for a lot of people, they don't even stay by Disneyland. They just drive down to Anaheim for a one day trip or drive down a couple times for, you know, a two day trip, right? So just by nature of your vacation, you are just kind of less stuck in that Disney bubble. Whereas, yes, you might go to Universal for a couple of days, but most people, when they go down for Disney World, you know, they're just going for Disney World. So you're naturally just going to be sucked into that bubble, you know, for better, for worse. For me, it's for better most of the time, but you are there to do Disney. And so you're just all Disney all the time. That's right. That's right. All right, Joe. Well, let's uh, finish this off with your final reason to go to Walt Disney World over Disneyland, at least in the somewhat near term. Yeah, I just think it is the 50th anniversary of Disney World. The celebrations have already begun. And so it's going to be a very unique time in the park's history. So it's just definitely worth checking out sometime over the next 18 months. You know, see how Disney World is going to celebrate it. There's going to be a lot of extra magic, a lot of extra pixie dust in the air at the parks and i think everyone's going to have a grand old time so definitely worth checking out disney world in the short term just because of the 50th anniversary i can't disagree with that i probably (laughs) am going to be heading there myself for just that reason so i totally understand for folks who are either frequent visitors or looking for when to time that once in a lifetime vacation i think it probably is within the next 18 months All right, Joe, well, let's close this out with our traditional Disney do or don't. What do you have for us? All right. So I think my Disney do is if you can swing it, plan to visit both Disney World and Disneyland at some point in time. You know, maybe it's going to be five, six years between trips, but I just think there's so much unique to offer about both parks. Now, I would definitely say if you're if you're the type of family that wants to go to Disney World every other year or something like that, maybe set aside one of those trips to visit Disneyland. If you are one of those families that is going to do a once in a lifetime trip, maybe you just want to go to Disney World just because, you know, that is where there's more stuff to do. But overall, I think if you can do it as a family, both parks have so much to offer. It's worth giving both of them a shot and, you know, seeing which one you like better. People can't agree on which one is better, which just means that they're both great and both worth visiting. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a lot of fun to see the differences, find the, you know, points of comparison and, and you know, differences and similarities. I love going the couple of times I've been able to go to one park and then the next park, say, within a month and, and look for the tiny little differences on the attractions that, that are the same on each coast. I mean, that's that's a lot of fun, especially if you kind of like the minutia and the details. I mean, obviously, that's not what the average American is doing, but but if you do have find yourself in that position, it's it's a fun one to be in. Yes. I am looking forward to finally getting out to Disneyland. So many times I've planned to go and so many times I've had to postpone. But let's say twenty twenty two, it's gonna be the year, Leslie. 
All right, I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming, or not totally voluntarily, I think. (laughs) Kicking and screaming in a happy way. I'll be going to Disneyland kicking and screaming in a happy way. All right, so let us know uh, why you prefer Disney World trips over Disneyland. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WWDeciphered on Twitter, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for allowing us to have this fun two-episode chat about Disneyland and Disney World. We are hoping that by the time you hear this, we will know enough about Genie Plus to talk a little bit about that, but we shall see how that goes. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I will see you on the internet arguing with me about which park is better. Thanks, Joe.